Are you a person who enjoys teaching? If that's the case, you should look into leveraging challenges to grow your email list. Teaching not your kind of thing, you'd rather keep things light and fun, then giveaways slash contests may be a better fit for you. Wondering how to go about option one or option two? If the answer is yes, you're in the right place. That's what today's episode is all about. I'm Yanilunga, polyglot podcasting consultant, international speaker, and the host of the show you're listening to right now, The Podcaster Lab, the podcast that is all about helping you master the craft of podcasting. I love challenges. There's a couple of reasons why they work and why you should consider doing it. One, giving people a motivation to do something specific in a specific deadline orientated time frame is an excellent way to one get people to take action and two get them to commit they'll see a custom image of, of your business with your offer and then the call to action is enter your phone number to win or enter your phone number to claim your prize In the past few episodes of the Podcast Lab, we have looked at different lead generation strategies. We talked about the content upgrade technique. We looked at putting together the podcast to webinar system. And in the last episode, we looked at leveraging the power of text messaging and SMS marketing campaigns. In today's session, we're going to focus on two other strategies that you can add to your arsenal. The first one is to run a challenge. And a challenge is basically you taking in a group of people and helping them go from point A to point B. Example of challenges could be the 30-day launch your podcast challenge, the 10-day start your blog challenge, the, I don't know, 30-day sugar-free diet challenge, all this kind of thing. So you see that with this kind of strategy, we focus on a very well-defined window of time. And you may be wondering, why should I, as a podcaster, think about challenges? Why do challenges work? I asked that question to a best-selling author, popular podcaster and international speaker, and returning guest expert here on the Podcast Lab, all the way from New Zealand, Natalie Sisson. I love challenges. There's a couple of reasons why they work and why you should consider doing it. One, giving people a motivation to do something specific in a specific deadline-orientated time frame is an excellent way to, one, get people to take action, and two, get them to commit. So a three-day, a five-day, a seven-day, a 10-day, and probably at the maximum a 30-day challenge of any kind is always going to prove popular because people can see the end they can see the finish line, but they also know they have a certain amount of steps to get there. And it feels more doable. It breaks down the actions that they need to take and it makes it more manageable. And typically the reason why a challenge works is you're doing it along with other people. So there's that camaraderie and the group and the support and the accountability. It's fantastic for building your email list. It's also really great, once again, for building trust and um, credibility and being seen as a useful and valuable person. And it's also just a ton of fun. Natalie said it, there are a couple of reasons why challenges are fantastic. The first one is that people 
are pushed if you want because there is a deadline. So it's not something that is open-ended and it's like, well, sign up and by some day in the future, you're going to have a blog. I know Natalie has the start a blog challenge, I think it's called, or blog writing challenge, something like that. But if you keep it open-ended, people are going to feel like as if they're falling through the cracks. They're going to feel like they're just by themselves. On the other hand, if you have a specific date, it's like preparing for a game if you're a sports person or for a concert or something like that. You want to have a specific date in your calendar and then work, train, practice day after day until you get to that point. Natalie also mentioned the fact that Challenges can really build a sense of community because if you have something like a Facebook group, for example, associated with your challenge, then people can see that, hey, I'm not the only one on this journey. There is 10 people, 20 people, 50 people, 1,000 people, and we're all on the same boat. An additional reason why I would say you should look into challenges is the way they put a person mindset in. And this is what I mean. If I sign up for a 10-day challenge, for example, and it's pretty clear that it's a daily challenge, then I know, as the person who subscribed, that for the next 10 days, I'm going to get an email from you every single day. So every single day, I'm going to get used to receiving your email, opening the email, clicking the links in the email, following the specific steps, lessons of the day. That means that you start to kind of work on the mindset of the people who subscribe to your newsletter because they're going to get used to getting an email from you, opening the email and getting value. So even in the future, after the challenge is over, whenever they're going to see your name pop up in the inbox, they're going to be like, ah, it's an email from Natalie. I know it's going to be some valuable tip, so I definitely want to open that. On the other hand, if somebody signs up for your newsletter, just a normal newsletter, and you start sending them emails daily for the next 10 days or two weeks, people are going to be like, what is wrong with this person? Why is he or she writing to me every single day? And they're going to unsubscribe. With challenges, on the other hand, people know that if it's a 30-day challenge, you know, people who have 30-day challenges, then you can expect an email to arrive to your inbox every single day for an entire month. The idea for setting up a challenge is think about the specific process you want to teach and then break it into a roadmap where every day you teach a new step. So on day one, you teach step A, and day two, step B, and so forth. And I made some examples of challenges. Somebody who I know who has been successful leveraging challenges to grow her email list is a student of mine, friend, and fellow mastermind, and she's been here on the podcast lab in the past, by the way, Crystal Washer. She has a challenge that has to do with uh, become an audiobook narrator, I believe. If I remember correctly, it's a five or maybe a seven-day challenge. I can't remember, to be honest. But the idea there is that a person signs up and for a few days they get advice on how to become an audiobook narrator and by the last day, people have the necessary know-how to actually narrate their first audiobook, which is great. The way Crystal has set up her challenge, and I can tell you this because, as I said, we are also fellow masterminds. This is something we've talked about. She initially had her challenge as something that would be 
kind of a manual thing. So she would be very well present. She would have Facebook groups that would get along with the challenge and she would have specific dates. So an opening date and an end date. And every time she would be there kind of present, for, if you will. Now she have moved more toward an automated system where she still has a start and end date. I think it's once a month or a couple of times a month, but then everything else is automated. So she has tried to take a step back in a way so that she can't focus on other aspects of her business because she said that things got really, really, really busy because people were really engaged and would really ask her a lot of questions and things like that. So she has taken steps to automate most of the way she leveraged challenges. But she said challenges have been working like a charm for her. And the strategy she uses to get people into her challenge is actually Google AdWords. So she uses paid advertising. For you as a podcaster, I think challenges can be quite effective, especially if you have a season-based podcast, for example, or, or even a, a topical podcast, if you will, like this one. This episode of the Podcast Lab is part of a series of episodes. So if you have series of episodes or seasons, you could consider creating challenges around the specific season and then you know that people are going to be very 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 engaged and you can really leverage your podcast to get people into the challenge and then once the challenge is over you can use it once again and perhaps you can tweak a couple of things so that you leverage the challenge to get people toward your podcast so you kind of get the best of both worlds in a way. Giveaways or contests are the second strategy we're going to look at today. A giveaway, I, I will use giveaway and contest as synonym. A giveaway is a competition, if you will, where you ask people to do something. And by doing that, they enter the competition, the contest, and they can potentially win something. As a podcaster, you can leverage giveaways for the launch of your podcast, for example, or Let's say you have a special episode come up, episode 50, let's say. You can run a giveaway around that, or perhaps you run one around Christmas time, or around Easter, or around summertime, or around International Podcast Day, which is September 30th. Whatever occasion you find relevant to run a contest. The way a contest works is typically pretty simple. As I said, you ask people to do something, it's typically a couple of very quick steps. If you leverage contests for your podcast launch, for example, the steps could be something like, first step, leave a review on iTunes, second step, share it on social, and the third step would be to click the button and enter the giveaway. And to manage giveaways, there are different tools you can use. One of the most popular is called King Sumo. I know another one I think is called Gleam. I'll double check and add the links to everything we're covering here in the show notes over at thepodcastlab.com slash session 70. So that's thepodcastlab.com slash session 70. The idea with those tools is that you can really decide anything. You can even have as little steps as enter your email to enter the giveaway and that's it. And I've seen people use it in different contexts. I know recently Pat Flynn 
used it to, I think, grow his YouTube channel subscriber numbers or something like that. So you can really get creative with the way you leverage giveaways and contests. The difference compared to other lead generation strategies is that typically giveaways and contests take place or are ran a few times a year, whereas some other strategies can be running every day, 24-7. Think of having an opt-in form on your website, for example, is always there, or having an SMS marketing campaign. That is something that runs regardless of when somebody texts the keyword you mention on your podcast. With these kind of strategies, on the other hand, contests, giveaways, and depending on how you go about challenges, challenges too, those are going to be things that you're going to run and leverage a few times per year. Perhaps you do one giveaway a year or two giveaways a year or something like that. The one thing that makes a giveaway effective is, without any doubt, the price. Oftentimes, when thinking about giveaways, people think that they should offer something like a smartphone or something like that that you think everybody would want. But that's not really how you should go about things. And that's not me saying this. It's actually something I've learned from Josh Earle, who is known as the giveaways guy and is somebody who I've interviewed for the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast as well as the Podcast Success Summit. So let's listen to a snippet of Josh Earle talk about the role of prizes within giveaways slash contests. One of the keys of the success of this was that the the product that I gave away was very tightly related to the list that I was building. Mm -hmm. um, so I was building a list. The, the program is called Sublime Text. I was giving away Sublime Text. So if you're going to do a giveaway, you want that, to have that alignment between the, the prize that you're giving away and the audience that you're trying to attract. A lot of people make a mistake and they're like, well, I'll give away an iPad or a MacBook. <laughs> And, well, who in the world wouldn't want an iPad or a MacBook? So <laughs> you get a ton of people coming in, but they don't really care about what you have to say. They'll, you'll, never, you'll never hear from them again. Like, you know, yeah. they, they're just dead weight. Okay, so you want to think about your target audience and what you're talking about. And then you want to offer a price that is connected to that. So if you run a giveaway and is related to your business and your business is about, I don't know, fishing, for example, you want to offer something that goes in that direction, not to say, well, yeah, you get a smartphone or something like that. And the reason for wanting to focus on a very specific award or price is that you want to get quality leads. That's the quote unquote challenge sometimes with giveaways is that giveaways can literally generate thousands of leads, literally thousands of leads in just a few days. The problem is that some of those leads are going to be just random people who aren't really in line with what you do. They simply signed up because they hope to win the price and that's really the only thing they care about. So if you do want to leverage contests, keep that in mind that sure, you are going to be able to boost your email list, but there's going to be some of the people who sign up who aren't really quality email subscribers, if you will. As I said, there are several tools you can use. King Sumo, Giveaways, and Gleam, I think it's gleam.io. Once again, you're going to find the links in the show notes, are two of the most popular ones. And I've used King Sumo Giveaways in the past. It used to be a WordPress plugin, a WordPress-only plugin. 
but recently they have revamped the system and now it's actually available to anybody and there is also a free plan so make sure to go to the show notes page and check out King Sumo giveaway and the other things we're covering in this episode. When it comes to contests and giveaways, they are actually pretty cool because you can leverage them not only online, but even if you have a physical business connected to your podcast or you attend conferences, perhaps you have a booth at a conference or you host meetups and things like that. And to tell us more about that and how you can leverage face-to-face interaction to get people into your contest is somebody who was here with us in the last episode, the founder of offdaytrainer.com and SMS marketing enthusiast, David Pitts. One of my favorite ways to to grow my list uh, during in-person events, like if I have a booth at, a, at an expo or a table at a conference, or even counter space at a local small business in my area willing to promote my services. This is something I love to do. Now, of course, you can hang flyers or, or create posters and all this stuff promoting your text call to action. Like, for example, text David to 12345 for a free membership or enter to win type of program. Well, to take it a step further and to really leverage technology, what I like to do is is put this call to action on my tablets. So there are tablets in which you can can promote your keyword and your short code code on. So whether you're at a booth um, or a conference or the the deli down the street from, from your place of business, you can simply... Design your tablet to promote your business with whatever offer, low barrier offer, whatever it is that you want to promote to potentially get people excited to join your text program um, by simply entering their phone number into the tablet form. So they'll see a custom image of, of your business with your offer. And then the call to action is enter your phone number to win or enter your phone number to claim your prize. And this is one of the most popular ways that businesses are leveraging our tablets to grow their list at events in person. David said it. If you do interact with people face-to-face, whether it's a physical business, at events, or things like that, definitely consider having a tablet that you leverage to get people into your contest or into your giveaway. And since you are there, you really can walk people through the process and you're going to be able to help them get started with the specific giveaway in no time. In these last few minutes, I want to introduce you to a new concept, something that is quite powerful, but not many people use when it comes to email marketing and lead generation, and I'm referring to the concept of viral loops. I was introduced to the concept of loops a few days ago when I attended a webinar by a company called AppViral. Technically, I've seen loops in action, but I didn't somehow realize that they are a very powerful asset. If you have used apps like Uber or Airbnb or Booking.com or things like that, you may have noticed that once you join the platform, so you sign up, they typically give you a link and they tell you, hey, refer to a friend to get 
$10 off the next Write Your Book with Uber, for example, or something like that. I guess you see what I mean. Well, that's basically a loop into action. The way they talked about loops during the webinar I mentioned was very simple. The idea is to add a similar structure than the one we have just looked at, so something like for Uber or Airbnb. So offer an incentive to the people who sign up to share their thing with their friends to get benefits, a discount, an additional free bonus or things like that. So let's make a practical example. Let's say we have two people. Person number one signs up, they enter their name, their email address, and then they see the specific button, pop-up, window, whatever, that is about the loop that says, hey, do you want this free additional bonus? Just click here and share it with your friends on social media. And what the person does is he or she shares that with his or her friends, and that triggers the loop because then the second person sees the message, the post, says, ah, that's interesting. So they come to your website, enter their name, enter their email address, and then they're going to see the step that says, hey, do you want this free additional bonus? Click here to share it with your friends on social to get it. So the person is going to say, yeah, of course, it's a no-brainer, and they're going to do it. And then one of their friends is going to see it, and so forth. So I guess you get the idea. The thing about loops is to think about what the incentive is so that then the loops sequence is triggered. And as I've just explained, that basically becomes a loop, a sort of vortex where you have a non-stop flow of people signing up for whatever it is that you offer. So I mentioned AppViral. AppViral, actually, they have the tool that you can use to do that. You can leverage it to run giveaways, product launches, and to leverage the loop aspect that I've just mentioned. So the cool thing about loops is that you leverage the help of your new subscribers to spread the word. So you basically build a consistent flow of new leads. Once again, the show notes page with everything we've covered, including AppViral and the other tools I've mentioned, you find them over at thepodcastlab.com for slash session 70. So that's thepodcastlab.com for slash session 70. The next episode, session 71, is going to be the final episode of this series on lead generation for podcasters. When we're going to look at leveraging video to grow your email list, and we're going to look at segmentation and A-B testing. I'm Yanni Longa, and you've listened to The Podcaster Lab. <laughs>